0: welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faith Love Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us.
1: Previously, still in chapter 9 of Nehemiah, we discussed God's law and how it was helpful. The Israelites were keenly aware of how their ancestors had behaved towards God, but now the Israelites are looking at their current state and they make a plea to God. So, I'm going to read from Nehemiah,
2: <clears throat> excuse me, chapter 29, verses 32 through 37 out of the NIV. Nope, you're going to Jack do chapter Nehemiah. 9. What did I say? 29? There's no such thing as 29. Oh, no. <laughs> chapter 9, verses 32 through 37. That was a test. How many <laughs> of you are <got> nervous? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yep, you guys are paying attention. Good They're
0: job.
2: Attention. Yeah. <laughs> Now, therefore, our God, the great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. The hardship that has come on us, on our kings and our leaders on our priests and prophets and on our ancestors and all your people from the days of the kings of Assyria until today. In all that has happened to us, you have remained righteous. You have acted faithfully while we acted wickedly. Our kings, our leaders, our priests, and our ancestors did not follow your law. They did not pay attention to your commands or the statutes you warned them to keep. Even while they were in their kingdom, enjoying your great goodness to them in the spacious and fertile land you gave them, they did not serve you or turn from their evil ways. But see, we are slaves today, slaves in the land you gave our ancestors so they could eat its fruit and the other good things it produces. Because of our sins, its abundant harvest goes to the kings you have placed over us. They rule over our bodies and our cattle as they please. We are in great distress."
3: Mm -hmm. Wow, what a way to end things! We are in great Great distress. distress. Mm. Yeah, that's that generational distress that we talked about Mm -hmm. before. Yeah, where the sins of the fathers carry continue on. on. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, just like a real quick point on that. I don't know that God is trying. Doesn't it's like it's a consequence of sin. That keeps going down. It right. isn't because God is cursing them, cursing them, cursing them. Hurt people hurt people. Other people. Mm-hmm. And, that's and right. so if you have someone who's been in an abusive situation, they may not know how to, to act differently or how to behave differently because that's probably what happened to them. Mm-hmm. And so um, it isn't God cursing people and making it hard, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of consequences will come with some real significant like relational difficulties or jail could happen, and then you lose a house. Then there's a whole bunch of things that can happen as sin progresses.
3: Which is why God gives us the direction to stay away from it. Right. Mm -hmm. But, But, yeah. but
1: But conversely, I think God spends a lot of time in blessing. Like, Absolutely. And, and, you, mm-hmm. and it's like you um, become more available to that blessing mm-hmm. when you're able to see him and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't do that. Oh, got it. Yeah, let me try this. Let me, if I'm all wrapped up in myself, let me try to serve someone else. And so blessings will just yeah. naturally come from that type of a lifestyle. So you know, it, I didn't want us to leave it like thinking God's cursing people generationally. It's just that's what happens as a result of sin.
2: It's what you learn when you're a kid, and that's what you grow up and do, and you're that's doing right. the best right. you can. That's yeah. right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. We went kind of heavy right to begin with, didn't we? Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Boom, that's It's nice well, to get that said, right. And have that said, that's important
2: because of our sins. We are in great distress. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, it is heavy, it's a heavy it's subject. A heavy thing. Mm-hmm. Just to lighten it up a little bit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, have. Any has any of you come along and said, I'm going to change my behavior, whatever behavior it was, and then um, how long did you stick with it? Like my example, okay, here's my example. Okay. Because the and this kind of works into what we're doing because the Israelites have said, well, this is what's been going on, but now we're gonna do different, right? right? right. So and they did make a binding contract, which and, kind right. of cracked me up. Mm, yeah, yes. Exactly yes. for this reason. <laughs> yes. So um years ago, I decided that I was not gonna eat carbs at all. Mm. No carbs. Oh. And it lasted a about 18 hours, <laughs> 18 hours. Eighteen hours. I made it. Hey, you did good. I, I think 18, <laughs> yeah, hours 18 hours is really yeah. good. Were uh, you sleeping for 12? I'm just uh, curious. Um, <laughs> probably 17. Um, you know, but I was like, Oh, I'm just not going to eat carbs. I'm going to, this is something, I don't know why I decided this. And I was managing a restaurant at the time oh, and two of my three meals a day usually came from the restaurant because I was there all the time. Mm-hmm. um, I was like, I'm not doing carbs. I was like, I'm just gonna have a wrap. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> man, a tortilla is carbs. It has carbs. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I just won't have the bread. Oh, that was it. I was done. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. I'll go back on carbs. <laughs> oh,
2: that was funny.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, Dan and I have been dieting for the last five weeks. <laughs>
3: That is way better than my 18 sorry, hours. Is <laughs> there a way to say Dan's been dining? He doesn't know I haven't been? No, i oh, not I've, <laughs> I've, I've been right
0: there with him. It's uh-huh. been a little frustrating because, you know, when you get to my age, uh-huh. it, the weight doesn't come off as easily as it did like 30 years ago. Um, but we kind of made a commitment to each other that we were going to do this before the holidays came. Um, so sometimes for us, we know we put a short time frame on something. We can stick with it, and so far we've been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we certainly have had a couple dinners out, and you know, sometimes I know Dan's got a lunch meeting or something. But overall, you know, we'll make about eleven weeks. Now, once we stop this diet, it'll be interesting to see how long. It takes for that weight to come back because we sort of tend to do that. We'll be really good, and then it'll take usually takes about a year and a half, and then we kind of are right back where we started from. So then we'll do it again. Um, But yeah, it's tough to make a lifestyle change that is there forever. I mean, I have struggled with that. Mm
2: -hmm. I did, um, excuse me, we were planning a group of friends, and we had eight couples, and we were going on a cruise. And so I wanted to lose weight, and my girlfriend wanted to lose weight. And so we agreed to do, you can say stuff on here, right? Yeah. We agreed to do Weight Watchers. Mm -hmm. And so I did Weight Watchers for a year, and I did lose 30 pounds. Oh, wow. But then you go on the cruise. (laughs) And then you get to eat all that fabulous food. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I was often often running, but off no, often eating.
3: <laughs> Do you know I heard y- actually yesterday, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like it came from an accurate source mm-hmm. that the average cruiser gains 8 pounds during oh the time that they're on the cruise. Goodness. Yeah, I'm not
1: surprised.
2: Wow, I'm you think surprised.
3: about a lot of
1: them are 3 to 4 day cruises or a seven-week cruise or seven-day so, cruise. So
3: I want to go on a seven-week like, cruise. can double food cruise. Is available. The right. food all is the there time. all the yes.
0: time. And oh. you paid for it. So I think you kind of have a feeling like, well, I paid for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: yeah. know that my husband loses weight or gains weight on a cruise, mm-hmm. but he does set his lawn chair right next to the ice cream machine. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and so he has the funny. kids go
1: get stuff for him. All yep. the time. <laughs> we
3: get on the boat and we're like, where's the ice, ice cream machine? Where's the best coffee? Mm-hmm. And from there, figure it out. Yeah. Those are the priorities Those are in my priorities. brain.
2: Well, we specifically chose the early dinner yes. so that we could do the midnight buffet because we found oh, that if you choose the late dinner, you're not hungry at the midnight, for the midnight buffet, and we definitely wanted to have that. <laughs> so we chose the early seating
1: for dinner.
3: We always choose the earliest eating because otherwise we're hangry at dinner and that doesn't oh, make for a yeah, nice family good. dinner at all. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Ernie made a determination. He figured out there's 13 different opportunities per day on a cruise to eat. And he said, I'm gonna, one day I'm going to do all of them. I'll say, I'll sit with you. I made it to lunch. I was like, you know what? You're on your you're, own. Oh, <laughs> and I wasn't necessarily eating with him. I'd just sit with him. And I was like, oh, I'm really Spending done. What else do you do
3: fun. if you're eating 13 times a day? What it, else it was do you work. do? It was yeah. work. I was like, yeah. I, let me just go sit.
1: Somewhere in the sun, like, just, no, I don't want any more food. Oh
3: so we kind of went off a little bit. We did. Bit. So yeah. all of our lifestyle changes or, you know, whatever, apparently... They're all apparently, food related Yeah, <laughs> surround Short food. Term, oh. And, yeah, not long-term either. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the Israelites would make short-term changes. You know, they would cry out to God, and he would rescue them, and then they would have this relatively short-term change, and then they go right back into their sin. So I'm thinking
1: back of the times that I screw up and I'm, I miss miss the commitment that I made. It's because I forget. And I'm thinking something similar with the Israelites, how important it would have been to keep reminding themselves, this is our agreement, this is what we did, this is who we are, um, until it becomes part of your identity. Mm-hmm. Then it's just rote. Then it's just something that you do automatically. They had,
2: um, had they had a priest. They hadn't heard God's law read aloud to them, right? The exiles,
3: well, had, been not exiles. The exiles had not, correct.
2: Right, so they should know it from their history and all that. But um, maybe they, well, you kind of know. kind of well, know when you're in sin, but maybe they didn't really... Don't I'm, I'm sure I'm just, they I'm, didn't I'm realize
3: the extent, the extent of it. Um well, one it talks you know previously in Nehemiah about how they wept once they had realized um but remember they were in Babylon, and so they were had a different language, and this culture was totally different, yeah, like hundred and eighty degrees different from what um God had called them to, but they did know they were Jews, they knew they were Israelites,
0: so they did have some sense that of who they were and that God had chosen them as a people, mm-hmm they just didn't have very many specifics, I think, because they hadn't heard the law. But there were still Levites and priests in the community, even right, in exile right. in Babylon. Right. So they might not have been reading the law. Who knows exactly what they were doing? You know, Even in the church today, we have um, some teaching swells for a while about this, and then it kind of declines. And then we'll have a new teaching that'll come out on something else, and then that'll kind of fade. So maybe it was sort of like that, you know, they'd get a little something but not enough to really change um their beliefs or their attitudes or the way they were living. To me, it also says like that's something I need to be careful about when
1: people talk to me about God. Where's um what's their proof? What's their evidence? Mm-hmm. And if they if it's not based on the word, I need to really check that mm-hmm. and come back. And that could be the difference. They, they Someone could be saying, this is what God said. This was our tradition. This is what we do. But if that's not lining up with scripture, we need to mm-hmm. look at that absolutely and say, mm-hmm. wait, wait, I'm not going to be doing this.
3: There yeah. are a lot of things that we do um, as Christians, and traditionally, we do them because that's how it was always done, mm-hmm. not because that's what it says in the Bible. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, And they probably had a
0: lot of things like that, too. You know, they probably did some things just sort of by default because they got those habits or Mm -hmm. things got passed down. Um, But, yeah, no real understanding, maybe. Maybe that was part of it. They didn't know why they did certain things. It's like that old joke about... um, you know, the young couple gets married and they have their first holiday. And so she puts her ham in the oven and she cuts both ends of it off, puts it in the pan and cooks it. And her husband's like, why did you do that? She said, well, that's just the way you do it. You know? So she calls her mom and she says, well, you know, my husband wants to know why I'm cutting the ends off the ham. And she said, well, because that's how we always did it. So let me call my mom and I'll talk to her about that. And she calls her mom and it's like, well, because my oven was so small. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. my, I couldn't fit a whole ham in there. Yeah. so I mean, sometimes we do some things just because that's all we yeah, know right. with no understanding behind that at all. Mm. And so there could have been a little bit of that going on, too. Yeah, they may have known some things, but no real understanding of Why. Why. So then once they did read the law, which um, happened recently, that's back
1: chapter 8, I think, in Nehemiah, but once they did read that law, then they had a different understanding. Remember they said, oh, oh we found oh, the man. Feast of yeah. Booths, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feast of Tabernacles, mm-hmm. and um, there was just a deeper understanding. It's like, oh, I understand, just like talking to Grandma. Mm-hmm. Oh, the oven was too small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back um, Even if we go all the way back to the beginning, of the study here, um, if we're in cha- um, verse thirty-two, what they're talking about is says now therefore our God, the great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love. Um, one thing we want to point out in Scripture is if there is a therefore, what
3: is it there for? Mm-hmm. Which I had never heard until five minutes ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, makes perfect
2: sense, doesn't it? It does yeah, make. Then we have to put things in context. Oh, so, right look back what.
1: What was that? Yeah. What happened just before this? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just, whenever you see that word, that's a cue if anyone's reading just a mm-hmm. little Bible tip here from the there sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we just kind of look back and in um, they have just finished their history. They've just finished going through all things. So what you can do is say, but in your great, this is verse 31, you just kind of start backing it up. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them, for you are a gracious and merciful God. But the therefore isn't just about that one verse. The therefore is about this entire prayer that's been taking place. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at the end of the prayer, and the people are realizing their state, what state they're in, and they are in distress, which they did at the end of the prayer. But they're also saying, wait a minute, there is a mighty God, and He has been there for us all along. He's shown compassion the whole time through all these mess-ups. Right. He hasn't left us. We've left Him. And I've, it was like, so it says, Now therefore, our God, the great God, mighty and awesome, who keeps his covenant of love, do not let all this hardship seem trifling in your eyes. Um, and they go on and talk about the, the hardship that's happened um, to our kings and leaders and things like that. Why, I was so
3: curious why don't let this be trifling in your eyes. I wonder why they said that. That does stand out because that's not the typical... Um, phrasing that they use in their prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody have thoughts about that? Like why they would feel like maybe it was trifling? Well, I mean,
0: I thought he could have just destroyed them. Right. So, you know, what, what, there are a lot of other things that could have happened to them. He could have let them die out um, and made a new covenant with somebody else, but he honored his covenant. With um Abraham, mm-hmm. and he stayed faithful to the people, even when they were unfaithful mm-hmm. to him.
2: I wonder if they were like maybe trying to stir up his compassion. This hasn't been mm-hmm. easy for us. you know what this don't don't just look at it quickly and look away and, or don't um, diminish the seriousness of this to us. You know, stir up his his compassion, compassion and his graciousness
1: for them, so he's kind of buttering him up. They're trying to But see it's like so if my kids came to me, they said, Oh, great and mighty mother, I'd go, Well, this is gonna be good. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, be real right. good. You just what keep going, honey, what's do? going on? Yeah, because yeah, that's what I want to know. I wanna know the yeah. backside <laughs> Like For what or, happened yeah. here. I thought about that, that they were possibly um, possibly stirring him up. God, remember how good you are to us. Remember who you mm-hmm. are. But I wonder if they needed it after they'd had gone through this history, and I think there's this realization coming. Of what they did and what happened and what their ancestors did, it seems to me like they're trying to remember wait, we have a gracious and merciful God who is good, you know? And I, I think that's one of the things God looks for when we have that repentance and that turning. We've, we talked about that a lot in the last um, episode. He's looking for a change in our heart, He's looking for that humility to come in. He's looking for them and that comes in when you see what you've actually done and you're mm-hmm. able to take the veil from mm-hmm. your own eyes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and see that in all seriousness and, and then plead to him, have a merciful plea, God, you are so good, please help me. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, that was kind of the tone I was thinking was going on.
3: That's interesting because I, I read it differently Mm-hmm. Okay. I read it to say, you know, please don't underestimate how hard this is for us, but this is minimal. We're in minimal discomfort and trouble as a people from what our ancestors were. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like we're, we're pretty oppressed by these Kings who were, you know, kind of taken over. And, um, I actually studied a little more cause you know, they talked about being in slavery under their, their Kings and rulers, um, and the Persian rulers that they were under um, actually drafted the Israelites for military service. So they were um, fighting for things that they that were not their own. That they didn't own, you know, in in some circumstances. But this was still kind of a minimal kind of trouble. Well, because
0: they'd just That's been allowed yeah. to come back to Jerusalem right. to build the wall. So while they were an oppressed people or a conquered people, yep. they still had some freedom within that.
3: They weren't all slaves. That's right. And they were in the city of God. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't wandering in the desert right. for 40 years. You know, so this is kind of like this is, this is little God, um, especially after, you know, how bad our ancestors were and all the trouble that they were in. Like, we're here and we, we recognize you and we recognize your goodness, but we're still, this isn't really where we're supposed to be mm-hmm. still. So don't minimize this for us. You know, this is, and I it it occurred to me that a lot of times we don't turn to God in the little things because Mm -hmm. we feel like
2: bother him with
3: something. Yeah, like like, you know, so we had a leak in our upstairs, and it um, went down into our bottom floor. It went down to our first floor, and so now we are having uh, our kitchen is being torn apart, and our bathroom is being torn apart, and all these things. This is a minimal. It's a it's a large inconvenience for us, mm-hmm. but this is a minimal inconvenience as a whole. We still have a house. Mm-hmm. We have somewhere to live. Our people are all healthy. Um, you know, it's going to be cold here pretty soon, and we don't have to worry about not having heat. Mm-hmm. All of our right. windows are there, mm-hmm. so this is a minimal. Occurrence really in the scheme of things, but um, it's still a big deal for us, so no, and it's yeah. not going to be easy. Um, you know, we won't have a kitchen, and I have two teenagers, so mm, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, the Israelites at the same time are going. This is a big deal for us, mm-hmm. God. You know, this is not the big deal that it was to begin with. You know, we're not under Pharaoh. We're You know, we don't have all those things we have to mess with, but it's still big. So please just remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that was good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good. Thing. Anyway. Yeah. Good take. I like how we have different perspectives on things, too. Yeah. yeah. That's the beauty of being in a small group, folks. That's yep. right. Find some people. Sit around a table yeah, or can. on the floor or... Mm-hmm, Whatever. Just bring your coffee. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so now I don't know where we were.
1: (laughs) I, I don't know exactly where we were, but just on talking that, it's just like it's taking that full responsibility for what happened and in a humble way, not trying to explain, not trying to give excuses, just saying this is what happened. That's confession. Right. It really is. You're not trying to figure it out. You're just saying this is what happened. This is where we are and um th- i think that's what the people did with this prayer.
0: Well, I think i love that no one blamed god.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: You know they throughout all of this they're saying you know you've been faithful and compassionate mm-hmm. and just we're the ones our ancestors you know we're the ones who've walked away from you. And so whatever we've suffered hasn't been because you've been mean to us it's been because of the choices that we made. I i think mm-hmm. that that's really an important factor here. Um, because until we take responsibility for the sin in our own lives and the consequences of that sin, then there can't be real true repentance. Right? Yeah, I
1: I keep thinking, I don't know a good way to describe this, but um, it's like if you go part way, but you don't
3: fully and completely confess, you're still in the sin. Mm -hmm. So... If your kids come to you and they say, "Somebody hit a ball through the window," (laughs) right? (laughs) When we were, or how about this? Somebody was playing soccer in the house and broke your favorite lamp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Somebody. Okay, who was somebody? Well, you know, some of the kids. Like okay, so you're confessing partway, mm-hmm. right? You're still in it, but you're still But in it. Yeah. you gotta tie the bow around mm-hmm. it. Like, let's wrap this up.
1: Yeah, and make it very clear so there's no, uh, nothing's in the dark. Everything's exposed to the light like you were talking the last yes. time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. when the change happens. Mm-hmm. Because we're still trying to hold on to our kingdom a little bit. If we're not yes. willing to confess everything that's been going on, everything that we see, we may not see it completely yet, but everything that we see, if we laid that out on the table, God can reveal more. And he can ask questions like, "And hey, where were you, Rosemary, when they were playing soccer or something like that? And, <laughs> You know, and and it's like, yeah, I guess I know where I was now. But once it gets laid out, then your sin is completely there and you have that opportunity to flip back to God and to come back to Him. But I think if you're still holding on to that little piece, you're still Mm, in sin. Yeah. Still trying to live in your world and not in Mm -hmm. His.
3: The reality of it is, we are sinful creatures. Yes. Because we live in a fallen world yeah. and we will never be able to confess everything because as we sit here we sin. You know, that is just the reality of it is we will never be good enough. But to be conscious of the fact that we are sinful people and that we need the redemp the redemptive love of Jesus that's where that grace can enter in. Mm -hmm. Because we could spend all day flat on our faces confessing over and over and over again everything that comes to mind, and we would never be able to walk away from all of that. Mm -hmm. So it is important to remember that we have to confess it, but then we have to move on from it as Mm -hmm. well. Right, right. But we move on with God, and we move
1: in a way that in what God has provided, which is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. he
0: yeah. was that once and for all final sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as long as we believe that and we operate within that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do still think it's important when you know you've done something to confess it. You know, I'm not one of those people who says, well, all my sins are forgiven, so, you know, I don't have to confess anymore. I do think it's important to acknowledge um, when I sin and to go to God and say, you know, I'm really sorry about that and I don't want that in my life. I think there's also an aspect of loving what God loves and hating what God hates. Mm-hmm. And he hates sin because it does separate us from him. So, you know, one of the things that I that I do when I when I have something in my life that I'm not happy with, a behavior that I think is keeping me from God is I I speak out. You know, I hate that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to think that. I don't want to say that because that is not what the word of God says. That's not what pleases God try and get myself in agreement with His Word um, and in line with what He has told me is good for me Mm -hmm. um, and that will give me um, the kind of life He wants me to have.
3: And He loves you through the whole thing. He loves me through all of it. It doesn't matter what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter the action. Um, He can hate the action. Well, just like with our kids, yeah, we can not be
0: happy with what our kids are doing yep. but it sure doesn't change wh- how we love them or how much we love that's
3: them that's right you know? and that's so important to remember is mm-hmm. that God does not approve of a lot of our actions um, but he sure does but he love sure us. loves us mm-hmm. yeah
1: and, and the point of the confession isn't for him that's right, right. You know, that's it's right. For, for us to see yes. what we're doing it's for mm-hmm. us to be yeah. acknowledging because yep. mm-hmm. he sees it all he's just yeah. that, that's like what happens with the soccer ball Yes. Are you seeing everything yet? Well, let's help you see it, right? You know. Yeah. David says somewhere
2: um, in there that when he didn't confess and he held it all inside, his bones were turning to wax. Mm-hmm. He had no strength. He was weak. He was, he was going against God, and it was just taking it out of him. Mm-hmm. He was. So that is it's very am- place to be. Yeah, very important
1: place to be. So the people decided that they would create an agreement with God. They saw their work, right? I love that.
3: Yeah. I love that because I'm a list maker. And so um, in this passage, um, there is a list of... All kinds of people, 84 total groups that signed this covenant. Right. Um, and it gives all the lists of the names. And I just think it's so, it cracks me up. And I think it's so cool that they're like, you know what? We are so serious mm-hmm. that we are going to sign this. Mm-hmm. We're going to write it down. We're going to sign it. We're going to seal it. And we are going to move along. But and like, if
2: we do not keep our word, we expect to be cursed.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: There's going to be problems, and we're all in. We're all in. We're mm-hmm.
1: all in. Yeah. So chapter 10 has an awful lot of names in it. Um, <laughs> and
3: there are some pretty awful names to pronounce mm-hmm. <laughs> for us, yes. for our English
1: tongues. So in light of that, instead of actually reading through all that scripture, what we're going to do is we're going to play the name game. <laughs> Ooh. The name game. <laughs> the name you game. are our singer, Suzanne's our mathematician. <laughs> you are I'm the game girl. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't. You can't see this, but I'm holding up some index cards, and the first card says the name game, right? And so, uh, Suzanne. Terry and Angie can see these cards. And what I'm going to do is pull one card away, and then I'll flip it up, and there will be a name on that card. And they're going to try to pronounce it as quickly as they can now. The first two are just to get us warmed up, so we know what we're doing with the game. Right? Okay. Ready? Okay. Now, by the way, you can play this at home. The first two you won't be able to play with us, but the rest of them just try to figure out what scripture we are actually trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this while you're driving. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't Ready? Do this okay. One, two, three. Chris. Chris. Okay. There you go. That was our faith lift brother. We just wanted
3: to just put him in there. <laughs> that was a good warm up. Is it awful that I was the last one to say that and he's my husband? <laughs>
2: <laughs> is, is your vision impaired at all by the uh, Can you see you know, everything pretty good? No. Angle? Oh, <laughs> I can see. Great. <laughs> Trying real hard to help get Help you out. It. Okay.
1: I'll, I'll blame it on my new prescription. How there about There you that? go. There you go. Okay. Here's the next one. Go. Suzanne, Suzanne, Terry, D. Andrew, Andrew Rosemary. Rosemary. Oh, you the guys, Maid is going to be a little <laughs> bit different as we start progressing now. Okay, you ready? Okay, we're ready. <clears throat> um, okay, ready, go. Meshulam <laughs> and
3: Okay, if you're guessing. Yeah, my <laughs> this is like, this is like Steve My jamming
1: My
2: jamming jammin'. <laughs> so like
3: Steve Martin In Pink Panther <laughs> 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 Okay so if All we right. slow down And pronounce them We can probably pronounce these They're not too bad not, yeah, yeah. yeah This one yeah. wasn't that bad Was no. it No I'm there sure was one next ready. Ready. Okay yeah. so that was people. Verse number yeah.
1: seven For everyone who was playing Okay ready Set Go Oh, Mazia, Bilgei, Shemaiah. Oh, yeah. Shemaya. Shemaya. we can Remember do that, one. Yeah,
2: that dirty dog. Okay,
1: yeah. And that's verse 8. All okay. Right. All right. All right. All right, you ready? We just have a couple more. Ready? <coughs> and you know what? Do this at home, too. Try to say these out loud real fast. Ready, go.
0: Malacharim
1: Banah. Oh, you guys we did that were really good on that. Wow. One. <laughs> or we got them all wrong together. Well, but at least we were, were we were unified. Yes. yes. We were yeah. All in agreement. I thought Baana Banana <laughs> I kept doing that, but that's why I picked that one by the way, we're not making fun of people in the Bible. we're not making fun of names. What we are really making fun of is our absolute inability to pronounce these names <laughs>
3: so, they would probably laugh at how we pronounce our names yeah it doesn't even make They'd sense probably be like, so that was that verse twenty
1: seven all right, and here is the last one. Mag- Mag- Pesh- Pesh- Meshulam, Hazer. Peshulam- oh, that wasn't the last one. Yeah. You guys did pretty good. You guys are doing better than I thought you would. Um that was verse twenty. And yeah, then this us. will definitely be the last one. Ready? Go. Son, son of Hakalaya. Hakalaya.
2: Hakalaya.
3: Who is that? Almost, oh, Nehemiah. There you go. You're the winner. Good job. <laughs> the way that, the way though that it's the son of Hakalaya? It's almost like a curse. You son of heckalaya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> you know, know for all it. we know, oh, that could have been like you son of Joe. I mean, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. son of a gun, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. A gun? What if your name was a gun? A G U N or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Can I just say really quickly that I think that people who learn English as a second language are superheroes. Oh, wow. Because the way that English is formatted, and it's just stupid. (laughs) So anyway, if you are an English as a second language or third or fourth language person, you are super awesome. (laughs) And you deserve all the high fives that anybody can ever give you. Props to you for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Okay, that was an aside.
1: No, yeah, it it was really important. Um, So, what we're going to go through what they exactly agreed to, but basically, what they agreed to was they were going to follow the law of God that was given through Moses. Um, So, did we talk about how many people
3: signed? The agreement? or
2: just So actually, gonna- I
3: think all of that we're going to talk about tomorrow.
2: Oh, tomorrow. Okay, I'm yeah. ahead of myself. Okay. Well, there's yeah. a shock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I was curious a little bit about this. They signed this big agreement. I wonder what that was like. I wonder how soon they broke it. <laughs> mm. Really? I think it, I was just thinking about that. I'm like you're in an environment though where everybody's heart is now okay god let's all we're all in this together we're all going to do this together oh just i don't i'm not sure if this is right but the christians are like that when we're in our christian communities mm-hmm. we all are believing reasonably the same you know we're doing things and so it's easier i think to follow an agreement like that it's easier to do that but then it's going to change it
3: did change, and we know it did, yeah, but there's power in community there, is. there sure is there is, and there's power in agreed upon community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can be in a grocery store and you're in community mm-hmm. in the fact that you're all there for the same purpose mm-hmm. and you're there to get your groceries, but there are. You know, 9,000 different beliefs. There is, you know, I like this kind of yogurt and I like mm-hmm. this kind of yogurt and this kind of yogurt is right. And I am a coffee snob and I will tell you that that kind of coffee is not good. Mm-hmm. And somebody else will say, this is my favorite kind of coffee. Right. You know, so you're kind of there in a general populous community mm-hmm. for the same purpose. But these, the Israelites were there in a concerted community to uphold the laws together, and they had a very clear focus. Yeah. So here's the thing, and we'll, we'll talk. probably
1: talk more. Mm-hmm. No? I don't know. A little worry? Mm. I'm I just waiting know. to see what's going it's to come. Like- <laughs> so, <laughs> bring it. Well, I don't, I, say, I don't really have a complete <laughs> thought on this right now, but it's like, wow, if I'm in that and I really want this to happen, I'm just seeing it kind of switch over to rules. Mm. I just, and we do that as Mm -hmm. Christians. And so it's almost like, oh, no, you can't do it that way. You have to worship God and pray to God like this. This And this is how how you have to do it. it. And this Mm is just like the different kinds of coffee. And that just starts creating that disunity, the dissension, and different opinions and different things not of the truth. Just if if we just, I think as people have a tendency to watch each other and just being afraid that we're going to do it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And then we don't want to go back to exile. So Joe, pick up that wheelbarrow a different way. I don't know the right way to do that. You know what I mean? But it's like we're always looking for other people. And I
0: I don't I don't know. I just well this was a I, lot of incentive hmm. for them to yeah. support each other mm-hmm. in following what they'd committed to and to following right. the laws. So hopefully that sense of community and, and um, purpose together, that unity, carried him through for a while.-hmm It didn't carry him through forever. But
1: yeah, and, and so I'm just kind of wondering how, how it changed that dissension. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like it carried, but then somehow it went to rules. And if we hold this rule and we do it right, now we're starting to move God out of it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to depend on God for that. Because we can just follow the rules. Because we can just follow the rules, mm, yeah. right? This is what we committed to. This mm-hmm. is what I signed to. This is where it's good. Mm-hmm. And my gut feel is that I don't know the truth of this. I wasn't there. But that's what happened there, and I think that's what happens to us when we try to just follow
0: rules and keep God out. So, yeah, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's where communication comes in. You know, if I'm in communion with God, mm-hmm. um, then I'm in a relationship. I'm not just in His group, following the rules so that I can stay a part of His club. Right. I'm in relationship with Him, and so in the course of that communication in that relationship, um, it won't it won't become just a set of rules that I'm following.
3: Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll
0: be just a part of my relationship.
3: Nehemiah was such a good example of that when he knew that God sent him to build the wall Mm -hmm. and he knew that his objective was to build the wall and that he needed to bring the people along with him. But... He adapted to what needed to happen when the threats were coming, Mm -hmm. when they knew that they had to have people, you know, with weapons. That was not part of his original plan, probably. But the fact that he was in communion with God and in community with God, Mm -hmm. he was able to keep his eye on the focus, which was in this case building the wall to. To rebuild the city of of God, Mm -hmm. Um, but he was able to change how we went about that as the needs arose. So I think if we can be with the people who can help us along and know what the main focus is, then we don't necessarily have to get bogged down in the rules of things, um, but it's that being in community with God and with the people who agree to be in community with God with you. Mm -hmm. That's right.
0: Yeah, how powerful that mm-hmm. unity yes. is!
1: Unity is very important.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that was one of Jesus's prayers: is that we would be one, His mm-hmm. followers,
3: the believers, just like He and the Father are one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Unity is very, very important. And that doesn't mean everything looks the same. No, mm-hmm. but we walks look different. Unified in the glory of God.
2: Mm-hmm. Good Suzanne. So so, yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. Well, would somebody like to pray us out today? I will. Great. Thanks, Terry.
2: Father, we're so thankful for this time. We're so thankful for your word. You are a great God, mighty and awesome. And you keep your covenant with us when we come to you. <clears throat> Excuse me, and we invite Jesus into our heart, and you say you won 't leave us, and that you will be there for us and with us, and you keep that promise, and um, you are faithful to, for that, so Lord, we just um, just bring all of this to you. We are just um, praying that the women and uh, others who are listening will grab a hold of the truths that we are bringing out from your word and um, making them think, deep thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, just thank you, Lord, that we can come together as this women, for women in this small community with you at the center of it and our desire to please you and to glorify you. And we um, ask you to continue with us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Amen, amen, amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>